Today's daf is Bavakama daf Samachay, and we are four lines from the top of daf Samachay Omer Aleph Gufa Omer Rav. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu bnei Yisrael Hanesunu Batzaru Vashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos Rufuah Shalema for Yoel Doiv Ben Zisa Breina. So we're at the very beginning of Perik Meruba, which as mentioned is really the beginning of the second half of Masechus Bavakam. So whereas the first half of the Masechta dealt primarily with the laws of Niske Mamoy, the Arba Ovois Nezikin, the second half of Bavakama deals primarily with damage that is done by the man himself. Specifically, the laws of Geneva and Gezeh. So as an introduction, we've seen during the first two technical dafin of the Masechta, that the Torah divides all thieves into two groups, a Ganav and a Gazlin. So Beloshan Amami, a Ganav and a Gazlin are synonymous, they're interchangeable, very, very similar. But from a pure technical halachic perspective, a Ganav and a Gazlin are not the same. A Ganav is someone that steals from someone but he goes about his business discreetly. So he tries to take what he takes when nobody is looking. A goslin is more of a machutzif. He looks his prey between the eyes and he takes whatever it is he wants to take. Hatzad HaShava Shabahen is, they're both what we know as a ganav. Stating that because of the way that the ganav goes about his business and the way that the goslin goes about his business, their halacha is somewhat different. The most notable difference between a Ganev and a Gazlin is that a Ganev, in addition to his responsibility to make the person that he stole from whole, he also has a responsibility to pay Knas. So that in addition to paying Karen, which Kemuvin he has to do, the Torah penalized him and said that you're going to have to pay double whatever it is that you stole. That's in contrast to a goslin who pays Karen, however, does not pay Kefal. Another nafkamina between a Ganav and a goslin is, the Torah says, a rather obscure halacha, that in the event that somebody steals Ganav and the thing that he stole was either a shor or a seh, an ox or a sheep, and he then either shechted the shor or seh, or he sold the Shar Oiseh. Says the Torah, the halacha is that it's not enough to make the person that you stole from whole. It's not enough to even pay kefal. But in this case, chamisha bakar yishalim tachas ashar, you're going to have to pay five times the value of the Shar, and four times the value for the set. Now, this halacha that's known in the vernacular as dalud vehei is true again only for a ganav, and it's not true for a gazlan. So to summarize, if somebody is a goslin, he steals, the halach is, he has to make the person that he stole from home. In fact, when he makes that payment, he's mekayim a mitzvah's essay, the rights of the heishev If somebody is a ganiv, he has to make the person that he stole from home. In addition to that, he pays a knas, what's known as kefal. Meaning, if you stole $100, your chiv is going to be not $100, but rather your chiv is going to be $200. The $200 being made up of two components. The $100 of Karen, which even a goslin would have to pay, and the additional $100, the kefal, which is going to be a knas. In the event that a person is a ganav and he stole either a shar or a set, and he was either tvachai 
or he was mecharei, then he's going to have to pay dalit vehe. Why is it dalit vehe? It's dalit for the set, and it's hay for the shar. And the way the dalit vehe is broken up is you're paying one time karen, a second time kefal, and then there's another two or three, depending on whether or not you're dealing with a seh, or whether or not you're dealing with a shar. Either way, today's daf begins and concludes with a memra that Rav said, which is negea the halachos of karen kefal dalad vehei of a ganav. And what Rav was coming to address was, how do you determine the value of a chefetz as it relates to trying to figure out what the chiv Karen, Kefal, and Dalit Vehei is going to be. In other words, what happens if somebody steals something and then the item that was stolen fluctuated in value? It either went up in value or it went down in value from the time that he committed this act of Geneva to the time when he's standing in front of a judge and a jury trying to figure out what his chiv is going to be. When we now determine the value of this thing that was stolen, so that we can plug it into our spreadsheet and figure out how much this person is going to have to pay, are we assessing the value based on what this item was worth at the time of the Gneva? Or maybe we're supposed to look at what the value of this item is at the time of the Amadah Bedin, at the time that this person is actually standing in court. When it comes to determining the value of the Karen, the principal part of every single Ganev, so we determine it based on what this thing was worth at the time of the Gneva. However, as it relates to figuring out the Kefal, then we don't look at what the value was worth at the time of the Gneva, but rather we look at what the value is at the time that this person is standing in front of a basin. Says the Gemara, my time of the Rav. What's the Makar of Rav? He learned it from a Pasuk. It says in the Torah, Gneva V'chayim, this is something that was discussed in yesterday's daf. It says, "Himotzi, timotzi, biyada hageneva mishar ad chamor ad se chayim shnayim yishalim." Said Rav, "Amai kamer achmona chayim b'geneva." Why did the Torah juxtapose the word chayim with the word geneva to teach me achye lekaren kein shaganav that in the event a person stole an item and that item went down in value? Now, when this person is standing in front of a bezdin, achye lekaren kein shaganav. You have to be mechayim mesim a little bit to the value of the Karen to the value of this thing that was sold to teach me that when you pay, you're not going to pay based on what it's worth at the time of that mother within, but rather you're going to pay based on what it was worth at the time that it was actually stolen. In other words, Rav said that when it comes to determining the value of Geneva, as it relates to Karen, Kefal, and Dal Behe, do we look at what it was worth at the time of the Gneva, or do we look at what it was worth at the time of the Hamada, but then in the event that there wasn't a, a fluctuation, says Rav, it depends. As it relates to the Karen, Ke'in Shagana, as it relates to the Kefal and the Dawud that's going to be Kishas Hamada, but then. So two things. The first thing is, this whole discussion is only relevant in the event that the item that the person stole is no longer Ba'en. It's not physically here. To the extent that the item is here, so then we're not having a conversation of Karen Kein Shaganav or Karen Kishas Hamada Bedin. It's very straightforward. You steal something, you have it, you return it. And whether or not it went up or down in value plays zero role. It's what we know as Haresh Alach Lefanacha. If this is what I stole, I now can fulfill my obligation as it relates to the Karen Al Kopanim 
by simply returning this item. So when Rav said, Karen Ke'in Shaganav, he's talking about what the thing is not here. As a result, we have to now come up with a dollar amount of what he's going to be responsible to pay. As it relates to the Karen, we say it's Ke'in Shaganav. As it relates to the Kefal, and as it relates to the Dalad Vehei, for that, it's going to be Kishas HaMadabadim. The second aura, and this Tosfa speaks out, it's Tosfa says that the truth is that this idea that Karen is Ke'en Shaganav is a Mephorosh Mishnah. It's a Mishnah right in the beginning of Perak HaGozal Eitzim. The Mishnah says, That every person that's a Gazlin, a Gazlin only pays Karen, but Kola Gazlin, when they pay Karen, then Mishalim Kishas HaGzela, meaning in the event that the thing that was stolen is not here, and it fluctuated in value, and trying to figure out how much of a payment you're going to have to make, so you're always going to pay Kishas HaGzela. In other words, the first half of what Rav said, which is Karen Ke'in Shaganav, is really a Mephorosh Mishnah. Freik Toysis, if that's the case, why'd Rav have to say it? Rav is an Amoira, he's a Tanu, Polig, Seder. But Rav does not have to walk into his Medrash and say something that's a Mishnah, because anyone that was listening to Rav Shir would have called that and said, Rebbe, this is something you being Mechadish. Rav never said an extra syllable, has to say over something that's Mephorosh and a Mishnah. Zog Toysis, you have to say that the first half of what Rav said was really not Rav's Chiddush. That's a Mephorosh Mishnah. What Rav was being Mechadish was the second half of what he said. And that is Tashlume Kefal and Tashlume Arbav Chamisha is not Kishas Hagzela, but rather that is Kishas Hamad That I wouldn't know from the Mishnah in Agoizolaitzen. The Mishnah over there is talking about a Gazlan who doesn't even pay Kefal Dal It says, So I know Karen is always Kein Shaganav. But what about as it relates to Kefal Dal Says Toysvis. You have to say, that's Kufa, what Rav was coming to teach me. He was coming to say that it's Dafka Karen Kein Shaganav, not a Chiddush, everyone already knew Karen Kein Shaganav, but the Chiddush is the second part, and that is that Kefal and Dal Vehei, that's going to be Kishas and within. says, it's a little Dachuk, and the reason is because Rav had a Makar. What was his Makar? It says Geneva, and it says Chaim, and we learn from there, Achye Likaren Kein Shaganav. So it sounds like Rav's Makar is really for the first half of what Rav said. And if that's the case, it certainly sounds like that's part of parcel of what Rav was coming to be Mechadish. But Toysav says you have to say that Rav's drosha really was not so much that I want you to know Geneva Chaim that Geneva you always pay Kein Shaganav. But rather it was the Mechla Lav It's what's implied from that. And it's Davke the Geneva, meaning it's Davke the Karen, where there's this idea of Achei the Karen. But as it relates to the Kefal Dal Vehei, Faker, over there you don't have the din of Geneva Vechayim, and over there it's going to be Keshaz HaMadabadim. Either way, so just two Nekudas to get clear. Number one, when you talk about Karen Kein Shaganav, not Kein Shaganav, Kemuvin, we're talking about with the Dover HaNignav is not Be'en. Because if it's Be'en, Ha you don't have to ask a Shiloh. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Number two, Toysva says that really Karen Kane Shaganav is Pshita, it's Zil Kari Rav, it's a Mishnah in the beginning of our Geisel Eitzim, Daftzad Gimel Amid Beis, Kola Gazlon Mishan Kishas Akzela, and really the whole Chiddush of Rav was the second half. And that is the Kefal and Dalad Vehei, that is going to be Kishas Hamadabadim. Either way, so this was Rav's Halach. I'm Rav Sheshes. So Rav Sheshes, who was a Talmud Muvik of Rav, he was present when Rav said this Halacha. And he said the following Amina, Kinayim Vishach of Rav, Amadahashmaita. I hold that Rav must have said this while he was sleeping, the Tanya. Why? What's so terrible about what Rav said that 
Rav Sheshis couldn't dehair that if Rav was fully awake, he would have ever said something like this. It's because Rav's halach is contradicted by a price. In the event that somebody stole an animal, this animal was a lean animal, and then he fattened it up. The halach is Mishalim Tashlut Mekeifel V'Tashlume Arba V'Chamisho Kein Shagana. In the event that this ganav is found, and now he has to pay Kefal, or he has to pay Dal Vehei, because he was Tavach Machar. So the halach is, you're going to pay Kefal and Dal Vehei Ke'en Shaganav. It's Mufurish and Abraisa that it's not just the Karen that's Ke'en Shaganav, but it's the Kefal Dal Vehei that's also Ke'en Shaganav, which flat out, blatantly contradicts what Rav says. So Rav Sheshu said, Rav must have said this while he was sleeping, because if he was awake, he would have never gone so mefurish kinegad abrais. But the Gemara says, Amri, the Bnei Yeshiva said that it's not really Akasha. And the reason is, could be there, it's different. But what was the case there? The case is where a person stole a lean animal, and he himself went and he fattened the animal. He fed it, he cultivated it, he worked it. He was the one who made this animal fat. In such a case, you can't, obligate the person to have to be careful for the appreciated value of this animal that he was the one that set into motion. And the reason is, he can come with a that says, I fattened this animal and you're going to benefit now from what it is that I did, meaning even though I fattened your animal, but at the same time, it can't be. And because of this taino of over here, Rav is masking, and Rav says, I can see that in this case, the kefal and the dal is going to be kein Meaning, I'm in a regular situation where there's just an ordinary fluctuation, says Rav, I hold kefal, and is going to be But in the event where the Ganav himself was the one who expensed time and money and effort to cause this animal to become worth more, so it's not reasonable, says the Gemara, for the Nignav to benefit off of that. And it's for that reason, in that case, even Rab's going to be moida, that cave of a Dao the is going to be Kencha Ganav. It's not going to be Keshasa Madhavid. The Mars is another Kasha. Toshma, Shmena Vekrisha. What would be in the reverse? What would be if somebody stole a fat animal? Vekrisha, and then he worked it to the bone. Literally, he made it leaner. So the Allah is Mesham Tashlume Kefil, Vitashlume. It's the same exact halacha. In the event that this person is caught, he's found, so the halacha, you have to pay kefal, or if he was tavach you have to pay dal vehe, and you're going to pay it ke'en shaganav. What's the kasha? Over here, there's no svar of anopatim novat shaklis, and still you see that kefal and dal vehe, you pay ke'en shaganav, which is clearly not what Rav said. So the Gemara says, hasam nami, there too, there's an exception. Meaning, there's a reason that that halacha too would not fall into Rav's general halacha. And the reason is, because we say to the person, what difference does it make if you would have killed the animal 100% or if you would have killed the animal only... A little bit. Now, there's Machlekes Rashi and Toysvis had to learn Pashup Shan in this Gemara. We're going to learn the Gemara the way Rashi learns the Gemara. Rashi says that that's Pashup, that if somebody steals an animal and then he's Tavach. So when you have to determine the value of Dalad Vehei, it's going to be based on what it was worth before the Tficha. Right? You're not going to say that, oh, right now there's a Hamad Abedin and animals of this sort all of a sudden went up or down in value. So let's figure out what it's worth now. To the extent that there was a Tficha, so the cutoff line as it relates to determining the value is definitely going to be the Shnasa Tficha. If that's the case, if somebody steals an animal, the Hekrisha, the way we look at the Maisa Hekrisha is as if the 
tficha process is beginning. Based on a svar of mali katla kula, mali katla palka. And just like if there was a proper tficha, we would determine the value of what the animal was worth the moment before the tficha. To the extent there's a hekrisha, we have to figure out what the value was worth the moment before the hekrisha. Because the hekrisha is viewed as just a long, painful maisa tficha. That's the way we deherit. So that although ordinarily, as it relates to kefal and dal vehei, you wouldn't chesh bin ke'en shaganav, but over here we deher the chi of dal vehei, ki'ilu starting to go into effect the minute you stole it. Because the minute you stole it, you were a chisha, and the chisha is viewed as the tchila of the tficha. If it's viewed as the tchila of the tficha, so it's that, for that reason, at that point, the Allah is, we're going to determine its value, and that's why you're going to pay not kishasa madha bedin, but rather you're going to pay ke'en shaganav. Now, there's a few problems with Rashi's pshat in Pachet pshat of the Gemara. Number one, that would only explain tficha. It wouldn't explain bechira. What if the person sold it? So, in that case, there's no katlapalga. So, if there's no katlapalga, why would it be kein shagana? So, the truth is, it's not the end of the world, this kasha. Because it doesn't say anywhere in the Brisa that you sold it. What the Brisa says is, Maybe... The Tashlumi Abav Hamish is only Negea if you were Tavach. In that case, Malikot Lakula, Malikot Lapalgo, you're going to pay Kein Shagadam, Nakashasa Madabadin, and Echanami if you sold it. We don't have this far of Malikot Lakula, Malikot Lapalgo, you wouldn't pay Kein Shagadam. The problem, however, is the Brysa says Kefel, the Tashlumi Abav Hamisha. Kefel is where all you did was steal it, and there was no at all. And it sounds like even there it's going to be Kein Shaganav, even though Lechuri, you don't have the Svara of because there's no Tchila of anything in that situation. We're not talking about Dalat Vehei. We're not talking about being Mechai of you for the Tvachot. We're talking about being Mechai of you simply as a Ganav, simply for Kefal. So this is a good Kasha, Ayyabim Mepharshim. Toysfus has a different problem with Rashi. Toysfus says that the halacha of tfichu mechira is not broadly, if a person steals a shavasen, he shechts it. That's not enough to be chayiv da'al v'hei. The only time a person is chayiv da'al v'hei is if he shechts it. You actually have to shecht it. If you kill it, that in and of itself is not enough. You have to do a tfichah. In fact, we're going to see that some of the shasukis that relate to shechita are tucked away in Barak Merubah, even though you would expect them to be in the beginning of Masechta Shulin, different places in Kachim where the sugis of Shechita are discussed. But one of the greisa marimakoimis in the sugis of Shechita are in Masechta's Bavakama, in Perak Merubah, where the Gemara talks about the halachas of Tvicha Mechir, because it has to be Utvachai, it has to be a proper Maisa Tvicha. So says, how could Shmeina Bechisha be a katla palga of tvicha. If the mechayiv is for killing the animal, okay, so krisha, you can tell him, a svar, a mali katla kula, mali katla palga. This is a shas svar. But if the mechayiv is tvicha, how does a krisha somehow equate to being the tchila and the onset of a maisa tvicha? Either way, it's because of that kasha. If you take a look at the re, bottom toysus on the yama, dibra masko, mali katla kula, mali katla palga, has a different shot. But either way, Rav said, Karen Kane Shaganav. We had two kashas on Rav. We had a kasha from a bride that said, Isn't that a flat out contradiction to what Rav said? And where it says, No. Could be that's an exception to the rule. Over there, Rav's going to be murdered. There's a new svara. But there was another kasha. The reverse. 
The halacha there too is Misham Tashumi Kefut Tashumi Abarva Chamisha Ke Encha Ganav. Why is it Ke Encha Ganav? According to Rabbi Shabbat Shasta Matabadim. So the Gemara says there too there's an exception to the rule. Because there's a new Svara, a Svara that states Mali Kotlo Kula. Okay, so Rab didn't say his halacha where it's chusha v'shmina. He didn't say his halacha where it's shmina v'chisha. So when did Rab say his halacha? Where is in Egea this halacha of tashlume kefel and tashlume above chamisha? Kishas hamada, but then the Gemara says, Rab. You have to say, when did Rab say his halacha? He said it in a case where the price of the animal simply fluctuated, meaning it either went up in value or went down in value. There was no person behind it that made it fatter, or there was no person behind it that made it schwacher, but the commodity of cattle went up and down in value. And the question now is, when we figure out its value, do we figure out its value based on what it was worth at the time of the Geneva, or do we figure out what it was worth and that's what Rav said his spout. But Enechanami, to the extent that there's a person behind it that makes making it go up in value, if it was Chusha Hishmina, or it was Shmeina the Hekrisha, in both of those cases, Rav is going to be Moida, that the Chiv Kefal and the Chiv Dal Vehe is not going to be Kishasam al but rather it's going to be Ke'en Shaganav. So again, Rav said as Allah, and now be Yukrav So the Gemara says, Hey, let's talk this through a little bit better. Ilemi Dimikara Shavya Zuzul, Basayev Shavya Dal Zuzi is the case of Yukrav where it went up in value, meaning, Lechatchila, a person stole something, and the time he stole it was worth a Zuz. And then at the time of the Amad this commodity went up in value, and now it's worth four Zuzin. And it's over there that Rab said is halacha, that Karen is ke'in shaganav, kefal dal vehei, that's going to be kishasa madabadim. But the Gemara says, lema pligir rab, adar rabo. If that's the case, are we forced to say that Rab is chilek with Rabba? What did Rabba say? Oh, my Rabba. Rabba said one of the most famous lines in Shas. Hey, man, the gazal, chavisa the chamri mechavri. If somebody steals a barrel of wine from his friend, at the time that he stole it, the value of a barrel of wine was worth a zuz. And then it went up, it fluctuated, now it's worth four zuz. In the event that this person now, the Gazan went and he broke the barrel of wine, he destroyed the wine. Or Shatsna, he drank the bottle of wine. So the Allah is Mashalim Dalit. You're gonna have to pay Dalit Zuzi. Because being that at the time of the Tabra Vashasya was worth Dalit, so therefore you're gonna have to pay Dalit. If from a if it broke on its own, Mashalim Zuza. So there the halach is that you only pay a Zuz. What do you see from here? What you see from here is that in the event that somebody steals something and then it goes up in value after he stole it. And then he destroys it. So the halacha is that you pay based on what it was worth at the time that you destroyed it. Not based on what it was worth at the time that you stole it. Tavra v'shasya, where you did a mice to be a dime, destroyed this thing that you stole. So the halacha is mishalim dalid, if it went from meikara shavya zuza, ula b'saif shavya dalid zuzi. Now, let's get this clear. This member of Rabba is talking only about Karen. How do you know that? Because the case is Hayman the Gazal Chavisa the Chamber, right? So there's no Kefal over here. We're talking about Ken. And still he said that if you steal something and it goes up in value and then you destroy it, the Chiv Karen is going to be based on what it's worth at the time that you destroyed it, not based on what it was worth at the time that you stole it. Zois Oimeres, Karen, to the extent that you do a Maisa, you do a Paula, is not but rather it's what it was worth at the time that you went ahead and you did this mice of destruction. So what's the kasha? Why is this not like Rav? Because Rav said, Karen Kane Shaganav. And he said, Karen Kane Shaganav, even in a situation where there's a chi of Dalit Vehe. 
He said, when there's dal, the hey, the Karen you pay kein shagon of the kefal, and then the other two or three, then you're gonna pay kashas and mother. But then zok Rashi v'gabi tviha umechira havi kitabra ishasio lechira tviha and mechira are both like tabra v'shasio. If you shech this thing that you stole, this animal, isn't that the equivalent of stealing a barrel of wine and destroying it? Or even if you sell it, says Rashi, that should also be like tabra v'shasio. Now, why is selling it like tabra v'shasio? There's a great Reb Kivego over here. We're gonna talk about this a little bit in the rate. But the bottom line is, is that Tvicha and Mechira are both considered, are both considered like a Maisa Tavra Vashasya. And Afal Pikin, what do you see? What you see over here is, is that still the Karen is Kein Shaganav, Sazok the Gemara. If Rav said as Allah in a case of Yukra Vizula, Lechura, are we forced to say that Rav is Pliga the Rabba? Because Rav said, Haiman the Gazal Chavisa, Bekar Shavya Zuza, if you do a maizah to destroy it, Dalach is Mishalim Dalit. You're going to have to pay Dalit. L'chura, what you see then is that the Chi of Keren is not always Ke'en Shagana. Now, Itver Mimela, the Bryce Rabbi said, if it broke by itself, then Anachinami, you're only going to pay Azuz. But to the extent that you're the one who caused it to break, so then the Halach is. You're mishaling based on what it was worth at the time that you destroyed it. L'chura from Rav, you see, not that way. Because Rav said, Karen Kein Shagonav, even when there's a Chiv Da'al Vehei, L'chura, when there's a Chiv Da'al Vehei, that means by definition you were Tavach Umachar, and to the extent that you were Tavach Umachar, that's the equivalent thereof to Tavr V'Shasya. So why is the Halacha that the Gnev is Kein Shagonav? Tavr V'Shasya, Mishalim Zuzo. So you should have to pay the Karen there as well. So the Gemara says, again, it's like more of a Kasha. Are we forced to say that Rav is Chayla Garav? Amri, no. Could be not. Could be Rav is moedet to Rav's chedesh. Ki kama Rav. When did Rav then say as Allah according to Mikar Shavya Dalid Ula Besoif Shavya Zuzah? It's talking about where a person stole something. The time that he stole it was worth four zuzim, and then it went down in value. It went down in value, and then you were caught. And maybe you even tabuchum machar. So the Allah is like this. Karen, as it relates to Karen Kane Shaganav, you're going to pay Kane Shaganav. You're going to pay Dalad Zuzi. Tashlume Kefal, but Tashlume Abba Chamisha, as it relates to Kefal and Dalad Vehe, that's going to be Keshasa Madabadin. And over here, you don't have the halach of Rabba of Tabar Vishasya, because the halach of Rabba of Tabar Vishasya is when it goes up in value. So then we say that if you destroyed it, in this appreciated state, that luck is you have to pay based on what it was worth then. Over here, it didn't go up in value. Over here, it was just the opposite. It went down in value. So if it went down in value, so you don't have Rabbah's din of Tabra Vashasya. Over here, the Geneva, the Karen itself is going to be Kain Shaganav, as it relates to Kepad al that's going to be Kishas din. Bottom line is, this is Rav's halacha. So again, the daft began, Oh my Rav, Karen Kain Shaganav, Tashlume Kefav, Tashlume Abba Chamisha is Kishas din. Tosis spoke out that the Chiddush of Rav is not Karen Kain Shaganav. The Chiddush really is Tashlumi Kefa Tashlumi Abav Chamisha is Kishasa Madabadin. The Makar to Rav is a Posik, Achiel Karen Kain Shaganav. Tosis says, if you what I'm saying, you have to say the Iker Nakuda is not the Achiel Karen Kain Shaganav, but it's only Achiel Karen Kain Shaganav. As opposed to Kefa Dal over there you don't have that Svara. The Gemara said, did Rav say it in all instances? The initial approach of the Gemara seemed to be for sure that that's the case, but after further review, we see it's not that case. In the event that a person stole something lean and then he fattened it over there, you don't have the halacha of kefal and dal behave being kishasa mother within because of a svara not patim the In the event that it was shmei nevekhich, a person stole a fat animal and then he himself weakened it, there too you're not going to have that halacha of kefal dal behave being kishasa mother within because of a svara mali kotla kula mali kotla pal. If a person stole 
an item and then it fluctuated, it just went up in value on its own, and then you were Tavach Machar, there the Allah is going to be, Karen is not going to be Kein Shagana, but it's going to be Kein, what it was worth at the time of the Tvich Mechira, because of Rabbi's Allah of Tavach Vashasya. When then is Rab's Halacha in full effect? When does it apply 100%? That Karen is Kein Shagana, Kevodal Vehei is going to be Kishasa But then it's Negea, where a person stole something, and then afterwards it went down in value, where the halach is in all such situations, the karen is going to be ke'en shaganav, the kefal dal v'hei is going to be kishasa madabadeh. There's no svara of anopatimna vachaklis, there's no svara malikot lakula malikot lapalga, there's no rabbis tavra v'shasya mishalem based on the higher value because it's actually a lesser value. And it's for that reason, it's over there that Rav's halach is going to go into effect. Rashi speaks out here in the Gemara that there's really another place where it'd be negay Rav's halacha. And that is not so much if the animal went up or down in value, but if the animal fattened itself, right? The Gemara's initial reaction was in all situations you should have Rav Zalach. So the Gemara said, I have a kasha from Chusha Veshmina Ushmena Vekrisha. And the Gemara said, oh no, but there it's different. Because Chusha Veshmina Anopatimna Vachaklis Ushmena Vekrisha Malikot Lukula Malikot Lepag. What would be if it was Chusha Veshmina but it happened on itself? Or Ushmena Vekrisha and happened by itself? So Rashi says, to me, that's the same as Yukra Vizula. And just like by Yukra Vizula you have Rav Zalacha, so too, if the animal was fattened or weakened but it didn't happen because of anofatimna, it didn't happen because of a kotla pauga, it just happened by itself. So over there, Avada, you're going to have Rav Zalach as well. Toysvis, Dibra Maschal, anofatimna, Vachaklo, says, not Mashman away from the Sukkyo. And Toysvis is Chaylik, Ayin Sham. Toysvis says, I disagree. I think the Gemara said it's only true by Yukra Vizula, and it's only true by Yukra Vizula. Either way, Zokti Martani, Rab Chanino, the Suya of the Rav, so Chanino had a Braiso that he presented to bring a raya to Rav's Chiddush. That again, Karen is Ke'in Shagonav, as opposed to Kevadal Vehei is Kishasa Mother Bedin, B'yukra Vizula. Now the background to this is the halachas of Kofa B'Pekodin and the halachas of Toyin Tanez Ganav, which thankfully was very much the topic of yesterday's daf and the daf before that. So we're familiar, we don't have to do a proper introduction. What's the very, very short introduction? If somebody is Shoyim uh, B'Pekodin, let's call him a Shoyim Echino, and... Uh, Baal HaPakadim, the owner comes over to his friend and he says, you know, I loaned you, I didn't loan you, I, you've been very kind, you've been watching my thing, you know, where is it? And he says it was stolen. He's kind of Pekadim, he denies it, he comes up with some sort of claim. So the Allah is as follows. If it turns out that he was lying, and the way we discovered he was lying is because he confessed, he was moida of Yeruchim, he himself was moida, that that's what took place. So the Allah is, he has to pay Karen. He also has to pay a Chaymish for kapara for the fact that he had sworn falsely and he had lied, additionally has to bring a carbon asha, an asham gizelos. In the event that we found out that he was lying, not because of his own confession, but rather because Adam came and said that he was lying. So in this scenario that we just said, this person is going to be known as a toyintanas ganav, and a toyintanas ganav has to pay kefal. There's no chaymish, there's no carbon asha, there's kefal. So again, a kefal bepekadin, when the Shomer Pekadim was a Shomer Chinam, and the Kfira was, Geneva, is very similar to the parish of Tony Tainas Ganev, right? The setup is, is, is very, very similar, where it nuances is, how did we discover that this person was lying? When he said it was stolen, and it turned out he really had it in his house, 
How did that come about? If it came about through his hoida, then you fall into the sugi of a kaifer bepekadin ken and chaymish and If we found that aidei aidim, then you fall into the sugi of a toyin tanis gadav. The halach is you're going to have to pay kefal. This price it talks about someone who was kaifer bepekadin. He was moid and there were aidim. So you have both. And the question is, so these two parshias are converging. That's not the question is, how does that work? Do we say that, oh, now you're subject to both parashiyas, it's only one. Maybe it matters, were you moida first, and then the Edom came, or the Edom came first, and then you were moida. So this brace is going to somehow be a raya to shitas rab. Balabayas, shaton, tainas ganev. There was a balabayas that was tain tainas ganev. Bipikotas, it was a shem yichidim that was tain tainas ganev. And he swore, v'hoid, and then he was moida. So he's a kaifer bepekadim, right? Ubo edim, and then afterwards edim came. Says the brayz, imachloi bo edim hoida. If it happened in this order, meaning first he was moida, then edim came. So the halach is mishalem keren v'chaymish v'ashan. He's going to pay a keren v'chaymish v'ashan as a kaifer bepekadim, but he's not going to pay kefal. The reason he's not going to pay kefal, Rashi says, is because once he's moida, he's a moida beknas, and moida beknas is pater. Kefal is a knas, so you're going to be out. The imishem bo edim hoida. But what if it came in the reverse order? First the edim came, and after the edim came, he says, you know something? I have to admit the. Edim I'm telling the truth. I lied. So that Allah is Mesham Tashlumi Kefal. He pays Kefal. He's a Tain Tanis Ganev. The Asham. He has to bring a carbon Asham because once he's Maida, he's a Kefal Bibakadan. That has to bring an Asham. The Chumshay Oiloloi Bekfeloi Divrei Rabiakim. So what do those words mean? So Rashi says that what it means is as follows. If the Chaymish is equal to the Kefal, and this is the critical part that we need for the Sugya, if the two numbers are identical, say you make one payment, then you're good to go. If the kefal and the chaymish are not the same number, so the chaymish is X and the kefal is Y, so in that situation, you're going to have to pay both. So if Adam came and then you were moida, what's the halacha? You pay kefal because the Adam came. You're going to bring an asha because you were moida. As it relates to the chaymish, it depends. If it's the same number, then it's chumshul oyloi bekfeilah. Then in one payment, you can knock off the two birds with one stone. If, however, the numbers are not punklich, the same number, it's a very interesting halacha, then the halacha is, you're going to have to make both payments. This is only the first of three opinions in the Bryson. The Chachamim, the Chachamim say, Beroishoi v'chamishisoi. There's a drasha that says, Beroishoi v'chamishisoi. What does it say? So in the Pasuk of the Hasham Gezeilois, it says, Beheshevas Hashamoi Beroishoi. And then it says, V'chamishisoi. Now, Beroishoi means Karen. Means the so we learn from here, if all you're paying is Karen, meaning there's no Kefal, then there's a concept of Chaymish. If, however, you're paying Kefal because Adam came and you're a Toyin Tanis Ganev, so in that instance, there's not going to be a Halacha of Chaymish at all. So according to the Chachamim, you're never going to pay Chaymish. It doesn't matter if the numbers are the same, they're different, you're never ever going to pay Chaymish. You are, however, going to bring a Karbanasha. Because the drasha of Beroshe v'chamishisoi is only as it relates to the Chaymish. But the Ashram you're going to have to bring. Reb Shimon ben Yoichai Yoimer, Ein Chaymish v'asham mishtalim b'makim she'ish kefal. That being that this person is paying kefal, not only is he not going to have to pay the Chaymish, but in addition to that, he's not going to have to bring a carbon asham. Now what we need is the first shita. Katani miyas chumshli oyuloi b'kefalo div Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov's shita was that if a person's a tiny tanis ganav and he's a kefal b'pekadim, right? He has both. So the halach is, pay kefal, you're a tiny tiny ganav. You bring an ashim, you're a kefal bivakadim. What about the chaymish? If it's the same number, no. If it's a different number, yeah. See, here's the big question. The question is, how is it possible for the chaymish and the kefal to be the same number? It makes no sense. A chaymish is a fifth, and kefal is double, right? Those numbers are very, very different. Not the same return. So the question is, how is it possible that chaymish and kefal are going to be an identical number. Now, to be clear, when Chazal talked about a chaymish, 
What does it really mean? It means a fourth, right? So usually a chaymish is a fifth, which is 20%. This is easy back of the envelope arithmetic. Stating that in the Lashon of Chazal, a chaymish is actually 25%. So how did a chaymish become 25%, right? The Chamusha Molobane Yisrael, Eretz Mitzrayim, was a fifth. It wasn't a fourth. So how come in Suyiz Ashas, when you see chaymish, what it's referring to is really a fourth? It's what's known as a chaymish milavar. And the concept is that what we say is that being that if you take 25% of a number, and then you add that number to the gross number, so it's going to come out that what you took really represented a fifth of what you have. So, for example, 25% of 100 is 25. So if you take now the 25, you add it to 100, the total number that you have is 125, which means that the 25 that you took represents one-fifth of the gross number, because 25 is a fifth of 125. So it's confusing. It is. It's a confusing and it's a convoluted way of going about this. But the bottom line is a chaymish is not 20%, a chaymish is 25%. But regardless, whether it's 20 or 25%, right, 25% inches the number up a little bit, but it's still way off from 200%. So the kasha is, how is it possible to have this? Hey, is the case talking about with this person, this Ganev, this slash if at the time that he got this Pekodin, it was worth Dalit, and now Vaiter, it's worth Dalit, is it possible to have a Metzius that the Kefal is going to equal the Chaymish? Kfeilo Arba. Right, we just put numbers to it. So what's kefil of dalid? Dalid. What's chaymish of dalid? One fourth. So the numbers are way off. The case must have been as follows. At the time that this person became a shaymit pekadin, this item was worth four zuz. And then afterwards, it went down in value. And now it's only worth a zuz. And now this person was just caught. He's a tiny, tiny ganif. He's a kaifer vipikadin. Dikfeila, as it relates to the kefil zuza, you're going to go based on a zuz. Because that's Rav's halacha, tashlume kefil is kishas ha So if right now it's worth a zuz, your kefil is going to be based on a zuz. What's kefil of a zuz? One zuz. However, the chaymish is also going to be a zuz. Why? Because the chaymish, Rashi, that's poshit, is totally in the karen. Interesting. Karen, the chaymish, if the karen is kein shaganav, the chaymish goes based on the karen, it's also going to be kein shaganav. And if that's the case, so it's going to be a chaymish of four, which is also going to be a zuz. So the Gemara says, I have a sheet as Rabbi Yaakov, I have a tanin shas that holds that it's possible that karen and chaymish could be the same exact thing in the sugis of Geneva. And it doesn't make any sense. How's that possible? Oh, it must be because we bifurcate how we value Karen versus how we value Kefal when it comes to Inyane Geneva. And if that's the case, it's very good. I'll have a situation where there was a Zula. Nekara Shavya Dalid, Ulubasayev Shavya Zuza. The Chaymish, which is Ke'en Shaganav, like the Karen, which is Ke'en Shaganav, is going to be a Chaymish of Dalit, it's going to be one Zuz. And the Kefal, which is Kishasam Adabadin, at that time was worth a Zuz, so it's going to be a Zuz. So that's how it's Shaykh to have a Kefali. Alma, what do you see from here? Karen. Ke'en Shaganav, and Tashlumi Kefal, Tashlumi Dal Vehei. That's not the case. And it could be there's no right from here to right. And in fact, the case is where it was worth four and it's still worth four and never fluctuated. How's it possible then if that's the case that right? 
The kefal is dalitzuz, if that's what the thing is worth. And the chaymish is one suz, if that's what the thing is worth. You know what it's talking about? It's talking about when the person swore four times. Then he was maida. The Torah Amr, the Torah said, "V'chamishi sov ha'Torah ribsu chamishi is harbe b'keren achas." It's possible to pay more than one chaymish. So Achav Ma'askinu, with this person, is paying chaymish times four. Why? Because he swore four times falsely, and being that he swore four times, he has to pay four chaymishes. So enechanami, each chaymish is not what the kefal is, but at the same time, the four chaymishes added up to be the same as the kefal, and that's how this is going to work. Sounded like a gishmak raya to rav, but really, la'achara iyun, there is no raya. So we mentioned this b'risa, so the Gemara is just going to conclude its discussion of the b'risa. Amar ma'am, the chachomim, the chachomim say, b'roish evecham yishizim, amar ma'am, 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 So, what was the second sheet in the b'risa? Chachomim say that to the extent that you're a tiny tiny scanner and you're paying kefal, so the halach is, there's no chaymish. Doesn't matter if it's the same value, it's a different value, you're never gonna pay a chaymish. Avalosha, mice, it sounds like you do bring a carbonosha. So the Mara says, I don't understand. Why don't you pay a chaymish? Right? The Chachamim explained their opinion in the Braisa. They have a makar. It says the word beroishai, and the very next word in the Torah is vachami shisai. And we learn from there that dafka mamoin hamishtalim beroish is moisev chaymish. But the Gemara says, Asham nami, you shouldn't pay. The carbon asham either why doxiv beroishoi vechami shisoi ve'es ashamay. Now the words ve'es ashamay are not the next words in the Torah. It's the beginning of the next pasuk, but close enough. So the Gemara says it says beroishoi vechami shisoi ve'es ashamay. So mamonavshach. If you darshin beroishoi vechami shisoi, they tell me that there's no chaimish when it's not mamon amishtal and beroish. Then why is there a carbon asham? Amilach Rabban and Rabban are going to tell you. It's true, it says asham in the neighborhood, but it says ve es asham. Es paskekra. Es is a hefsik. So beroisha is only going on bechamishisa, but it's not going on asham because asham is on the other side of the word es. Rabshimbayechai was the third sheet in the Braisa. He said that if the moment is not mishtal and beroish, then not only is there no chaymish, there's also no asham. What's the pshan Rabshimbayechai? I. It's probably based on the. Pasik that it says but isn't S a mafsik? Says the Gemara. It's true. It says S, but really what it says is vs vs, meaning the vav is arvekra. It's ma'arev, and it says that really the asham is supposed to be going back on the roishay as well. So if you're not paying for the chaymesh, you're also not going to pay the asham. What did the rabbanon say? Doesn't it say vav? The rabbanon are going to tell if the Torah wanted this word ves to be mechaber the asham to roishay and chamishisay, then the Torah should have just left the whole word ves out. Why did the Torah even put the word ves in the first place? Meaning, it's muchach says the rabbanon that the word s is coming to be mafsik. Because if the word s is not coming to be mafsik, it says ves. Then don't say S and don't say VS. Who needs the whole word VS in the first place? Balkarchach says the Gemara, the word VS is not coming to be Mechaber, rather it's meant to be a Hafsik. What's Rashim going to tell you? S, Leisagid, Leikasiv. No, the Torah had to write the word S, and the reason is Lafsuke, Bein Momin Gavaya, Lamomin Hedyet. To make a Hafsik between Momin Gavaya and Momin Hedyet, because being that the payment of the Karen and the Chaymish goes to the Hedyet, as opposed to the payment of the Asham, which goes to Gavaya. So those payments are different payments. So it's for that reason. The Torah had no choice but to write S. 
Now, at the same time, we didn't want S to be mistaken as a hefsik as it relates to the Allah moment of Mishtal Berish, and that's why the Torah wrote the word Vav. But the bottom line is, the Gemara explains these three shittas in the Braisa as it relates to the Kaifer Bekadin and the Torah in Tainas Gar. But that wasn't really our sugya. What was our sugya? Our sugya was Rav's halacha. What did Rav say? Karen ke inchaganav, tashlume kefa, tashlume abadah hamisha, keshas amad bedin, and the Gemara clarified. If it's kusha de hishmina, then you mishalim tashlume kefa, tashlume abadah hamisha ke inchaganav. Because of the svar and upper timnavat shaklas. If it's shmei nebekhisha, again you pay kefal and dal behe kein shaganav, because of a svar of malikot lakula malikot lapalga. If it went up in value on its own, and you did a tfichum mechira, then you're going to pay based, you're going to pay even the keren based on what the keren was worth at the time of the tfichum mechira. Where is Negeya Rav's halacha? It's Negeya Rav's halacha. Meaning, the totality of Rav's halacha. Karen Kein Shagana. Tvicha Bechil. In Kefo. Kishasa Madabadin. That's going to be Negeya Zula. Different aspects of it will be Negeya in different cases. Tevachacham Yach Gemait. And Machlok is Rashi Tosis. What happens if it was Shemena Vekhisha, but it didn't happen because a person physically did it. It happened on its own. Whether that's going to be the same as Yokra Vezula or whether that's not going to be the same as Yokra Vezula. Either way, this daf that we just learned right now is from the daf in that from a daf yomi perspective, there are harder daf in Shas. But from a lumdish perspective, it's definitely a fully loaded lumdish daf. And I think that it's Kedai. Just to start with a little bit of rates. Again, we're learning these next few days. But at the same time, so just to get the, the raid going a little bit, and Be'ezer Hashem will be mamshik over the next few days. The Ramah, in Hilchas Eidos, Mishpat Simen Lamed Se'if Zayin, says, So the context is that a Ganev is Pasoleidos. Says in the and we learn from there that a gazlin is pasaleidus. What about someone that doesn't have vera, but he's not a ganiv or a gazlin per se? That's machlokes abaye verava. It's the mem of the yalkegam mumer oichel nevelos lahaches. Is he pasaleidus or is he kashaleidus? It's one of the six times in Shas that we pass in like abaye, and that is that a mumer oichel nevelos lahaches is pasaleidus. So really, any rasha, any person that's over an isedai raisa usually defined as a loisase becomes postulates. But the Shulchan Aruch here is specifically talking about a ganav and a gazlan. A ganav and a gazlan are both postulates. Says the Ramah, stating that, What happens if somebody stole, comes back with the goods, robbed the bank, and he had some partners in crime, literally, and they sit down and they start dividing the schayr. So if somebody was on the receiving end of some of that, money that came from this heist, that person is not going to be posseleitus. The ganev is posseleitus, but the chaylikim ha-ganev is not posseleitus. The makar is a rivash. Simen reich samich vav. I looked it up. It's a very elaborate shuva. I ain't sham. But the rivash in his court, paskin, that a chaylikim ha-ganev is not going to be posseleitus. And the short version of why that's the case is because what did he really do? He didn't steal, right? He's not the person that held up the bank teller at gunpoint. He simply was on the receiving end of some of this money. But being that he didn't actually steal, 
So what Avera did he do? Says the Rivash, I know what you're going to tell me. He was in on it. So he mapped it out and he strategized and he planned it and he did a lot of the due diligence that resulted in this apparently successful uh, Gishaf. But that would make him at best complicit as a Mishaleach. And we know the rule. So the Rosh, so the Rivash came out and he said, I don't see how this person could be possible. The Ganav is a nit. The fact that he was involved, okay, so he wanted this person to go. The fact that right now he's holding on to this money, that makes him into a, a ganiv that's possible. I mean, it doesn't sound gishmak. A good person wouldn't do this. But at the same time, Lechura, what is he tripping up on from a pure loisase perspective to make him possible? So the Rivash, it's brought down by the Rambal, the Halacha said, So the Ketzois, Alatar, and this is in Simen Lamedalid, Siv Cotton Gimel, he brings that the Tumen, he says, the Rivach said, because what's he doing? Because being that he didn't steal it, and all he's doing is holding on to somebody else's money, that's not enough to make him possible. Versus a koifer bepekadin. A koifer bepekadin is possible. Even though, what's he really doing? He's just holding on to somebody's money. What's a kaifa bepekadim? We just talked about a kaifa bepekadim. Shemichinim that says this thing was stolen. The halach is he becomes pasul edus. Al yaday being a kaifa bepekadim. I what did he do? He's just holding on to somebody else's money. So the chayuk in aganav is also just holding on to somebody else's money. So if that's the case, Frank the tumen he doesn't understand the psaka the ramah a chayuk in aganav. What did he do wrong? What do you mean, what did he do wrong? You're holding on to someone's money. And how do I know that holding on to someone's money makes you a ganiv? That is exhibit A for this halach. As I freak the tumen, and because of this kasha, the tumen was very madchik to say what the rivash meant in his psak, and he thinks the Ramah presented it very out of context. There's no way in the world the rivash ever meant it in the simple, superficial way, the way the Ramah presented it. says the ktsois. That I hold that the chilik between a chilik and a ganav and the chilik, chilik and, and a kaifer bepekadon is completely different and really it goes to the core understanding. The yisoida chasidus v'shayrish avoida atmima of understanding geneva v'gzeil. And that is as follows. The Mishnah, right in the beginning of the parak said, Eina goinav achra ganav, mishalem tashlume kefal. If somebody's goinav from a ganav, somebody steals from a ganav, so the halach is, that he doesn't pay careful. The Gemara and Samech Tesam of days, we're going to learn this in a few days, brings the Makar. It's learned out from the fact that it says in the Torah, Ki ite nishal re'eyu kesef o'kelem lishmar, v'gunav mi beis ha'ish. Sachazal darshin, v'gunav mi beis ha'ish. It's only there that the Allah is, im yimotzei ha'ganov yishalim shnayim. If, however, the Geneva happened not mi beis ha'ish, but rather it happened mi beis ha'ganov, in that instance, the halacha is that you're not going to be careful. Zokta Gemara, this is the Makar to this idea that a goinev min haganev does not pay careful. Zokta Gemara, that's Pasha to me. That when the Gemara says, and it's really a mission in the beginning of Marupa, that a goinev min haganev doesn't pay careful, it's not just careful that he doesn't pay. He's not a ganev at all. And the reason is like the Gemara says. It says, v'guna mi beiso ish, v'loi mi beis haganev. In other words, this drasha of the guna mi ish defines not just the laws of Kefal, it defines the whole chefts of Geneva. Geneva is the taich, the guna mi ish. You stole something from the possession of 
a person. But to the extent it wasn't in that person's possession anyway, because there's already a Ganev that took it out of his possession, at that point, you can't be a Ganev anymore. And Eina Goynev Akra Ganev Mishal and Kefal says the Ksois is not just a Ptur in Kefal, but it's a Ptur in the whole underlying Geneva. Because Geneva is the Taich Viguna Mi Beisoyish, Fuloy Mi Beisagan. And the Ketzai says, I'll prove to you that this is the way it is. Because the Gemara says in Perak Merubah, Daf Samach Yemar Aleph, in today's Daf, Omar Rabba, Rabba said, Haiman, the Gaza Chavisa, if somebody steals a Chavis, the Chamra of wine, from his friend, because when he stole it, it was worth a Zuz, and then it appreciated in value, and now it's worth four Zuzin. If the person goes ahead and he breaks it, he drinks it, you pay four. If it broke on its own, you only pay a Zuz. Why isn't it that if it's itvar memela, the halacha is you only pay a zuz? The reason is because a ganav always pays kein shaganav. So whatever it was worth at the time that you stole it, that's what your chiv is going to be. Now, when you're tavra v'shasya, if you go ahead and you break it, so then there's a special halacha of tavra v'shasya that you always pay based on what it was worth at the time of the tvir. But to the extent that you were an itvar memela, to the extent that it, meaning nothing, you didn't do anything, to the extent that it was it from a melo, it just broke on its own. In that instance, the halacha is that you're going to pay ke'in shaganav. Frank Tiktois, I want to ask you a question. This person that stole this chavisa de chamra, it's mistaber or not mistaber that at some point after he stole it, he picked it up? Probably picked it up, right? It's you talk, he's a Ganev, right? He's not watching it, he's a Ganev. So he's picking it up, he's moving it here, he's drinking from it a little bit, right? It's it's God's Mustafa, but that's the case. If a person can be a Ganev, even on something that was already stolen, so why don't we say that even it from the Melo Dalach should be Mishalim Dalit, not because of Tavra Vishasya, you are in a Tavra Vishasya, but simply by virtue of the fact that every single time you pick it up, you're doing Kinyone Geneva as well, again. And if that's the case, the Ke'en Shagonav resets based on what it was worth at the time that you picked it up. The Ketzai says, by the way, I don't even know if you would have to pick it up again for me to make my point. Because it's in my Chatzar. Even by Geneva. Right, that's one of the famous Gemaras. How could a Chatzar make Kinyone Geneva for somebody? If Chatzar is mitam shlichos, what happened to Eich Shlichot Varavera, right? But the bottom line is, it's the Freik Ketzai, that if it's Shaykh, to be a Goyen of Acher Aganev, if it's possible to be a Ganev, even if I'm not taking it out of the house of the Bailin, and in a Goyen of Acher Aganev, Mishalom Kefal is Merit, or Ptur in Kefal, but as it relates to Geneva, that's going to be considered Geneva, so why is it from Mimela, the Halacha, that you're Mishalim Zuzo, when it goes up in value? The reason, obviously, is because you pay Kein Shaganev. Why is the Kein Shaganev based on what it was worth at the time that you stole it the first time? Why is the Kein Shaganev not based on what it was worth the when you stole it a second time. Meaning every Ganev, it could be every time he does a Kinyone Geneva, quote unquote, he's being a Ganev again, and a Ganev again, and a Ganev again. Now, as it relates to Kinyone Geneva, we're going to talk about that more tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem. But for now, we're familiar, right? How do you become a Ganev? By doing a Kinyon with something that doesn't belong to you. So, your Kinyone Geneva, every single time I do a Hagba, which is a Kinyon, or even the fact that it's in my Chatzar, every second that it's in my Chatzar, so why do we say that I did a Kinyon Geneva and it was worth a Zuz, and I did another Kinyon Geneva when it's worth four Zuzim? So let me be chayiv, ke'en shagana base on what it was worth that. The Teretz says, the Gzai says, Pasha. The Teretz says, because 
Kefal doesn't just mean you don't pay Kefal. It means you can't do a Maisig in Eva on something that was already stolen. Because it says, so once you stole it, you can't steal it again. If you can't steal it again, so it's not possible, says the Ktois, for you to go ahead now and say, oh, I stole it from Svetimol, and now the Kein Chaganav is based on the Dalit, not based on what it was worth as a source. Says the Ktois, if this is the case, you're going to ask, so why is it Tavr Vashasi Mishalim Dalit? Like, how do you understand that? So a person steals a chavis, and it was worth a zuz. Now it went up to four zuzim. And then you were tavr v'shasi, and Allah has you paid dollar. You're telling me, Geneva, you can't do. You can't be a ganav anymore. It's too late for you to be a ganav. V'guna mi beis ish, v'loy mi beis ha-ganav. It's not physically possible for you to be a ganav. E'na goynev achra ha-ganav. Geneva has to be direct from the person who owned it. But if you're taking it from the base Aganim, and it doesn't matter if Levi's taking it from Shimon who stole from Ruvain, or if Shimon's taking it from Shimon who stole from Ruvain. Once it's not in the base ish at that point, there's a call of Enagoyin of Achra Aganim. And that's why it from Mimela, we don't care that you might have picked it up a hundred times. And we don't care about the fact that it's in your Chatzar. At the end of the day, Meshalim Zuzah, because that's the only Kein Shaganav. There was one Geneva. After that, no Geneva took place. Ah, you kept on doing Kenyon and Geneva, Enagoyin of Achra Aganim. I, I thought it's, it's not only Kefal, it's the whole Chefz of Gedev. So why Tavr V'Shasim Mishalim Dalit? What's Pashim Shah and Rabbi's Allah? Right, we went through that Allah, a shtickle too quickly, right? What's Pashim Shah? Tavr V'Shasim Mishalim Says the Ketoy Sachidish. He says, you want to know what Rabbi meant when he said Tavr V'Shasim Mishalim Dalit? Yichayv not al-Tzganev. Yichayv al-Tzgazan, Yichayv al-Tzmazik. He says, right now you're a Mazik, and al-Tzmazik you're going to be Chayv. Kabra v'shasi m'shalim dal is mitzad chiyuve mazik. It from a meila, I wasn't a mazik. The only thing I was, was a ganif. And there was one maisa geneva, which happened when it was worth a zuz. Therefore, I'm only going to pay a zuz. As opposed to tafra v'shasi m'shalim dal, not me din ganif, m'shalim dalid me din mazik. But Al-Kopanim says, here's the word. The word is, e'na goynev achra ganif m'shalim kefal, means not just kefal. It means, e'na goynev achra ganif, exclamation mark. You can't be a guy of Achraganim. And that's the oymik of it from Emela, Mishalim, Zuzan. We don't care that I might have been a guy of Achraganim on the thing that I myself stole. Tabra Vishasim, Misham Dalla, that's man that me did Mazik. If that's the case, says the Ksois, that's the terrorist to the tomb of Skasha. You want to know why a Chaylikim Aganim Eno Nifsel? Because what did the guy do? He's not the guy that held up the bank. So he wasn't over the Issa He sent him. Perkish Makadish 101. I right now, he's holding on to the Sechir. He just took this Sechir. It's a Gainavachar Aganev. A Gainavachar Aganev, again, he's not a good guy. But at the same time, he was a Noiva the Lav and the Torah of Gneva. And as a result, how could it be possible to What was Rabbi Yenis and Ibishet's kasha? His kasha was kaifer bepekadin. Every kaifer bepekadin isn't that the same thing? Of course, it's not the same thing because this is Hilchas Pekadin one hundred and one. Kol hecha de isa b'shusa de mari isa. Right, that's the rule. What happens if somebody is watching someone's pekadin and another guy comes and he steals it? So the guy wasn't just toying gneva vaved. It was a real gneva vaved. Someone actually stole it. That person has to pay how much? That's to be careful. I, this a din v'guna mi beis ha'ish, v'loi mi beis ha'ganev. Yeah, v'loi mi beis ha'ganev, but it's not v'loi mi beis ha'shoimer, because this is, again, this is Chosh Mishpah 101. When it comes to a pekadin, we view the pekadin as being not in the resource of the shoimer pekadin. We actually view it as being in the resource of the Balabas. Kol heicha de isna b'shusa de mar isa. And if that's the case, says...
the Ktsayis is Pashat, that's the Chilik. Hachayuk, like, in Aganev, in Nifsal, because you're going to Vachar Aganev. We're going to be Beisayish. So, why are you being Pashal? Going to Vachar Aganev is not just Afghan Kefal. You're not a Ganev. You're not a Ganev. You're not going to be Pashal. A Kaifa Bepekadin? Over there, you're a Ganev. Because when you're Kaifa Bepekadin, it's a Chiddish in the Sugi of Kaifa Bepekadin. But, the point is, it is me base aganev. Whatever it is you're doing, you're doing me base aganev. Because kol, I'm sorry, you're doing it me base noish. Because kolecha the isa b'shutz the mar isa, and being kolecha the isa b'shutz the mar isa, it is me base noish. That's why over there you're going to be a ganev, and that's why when a ganev is not pasulatus, whereas a koifer b'pekadin is pasulatus. This is the ktois in simin lamidalid gibel. The nesivas alatar. It's in simin lamidalid siv cotton hay. So he brings the. Halach of the Ramah, the Mukar is the Ravash, he brings the Rebbe Rabbi Yenison's Kasha, he brings the Ktsois' Teretz. And he says, I'm asking to everything the Ktsois said. I'm asking. The Chilik between Chilik and Aganev and Kaifa Bekadin is so obvious. A Chilik and Aganev is a Goynev Achra Aganev. And a Goynev Achra Aganev is not a Ganev. Not only is he Pate from Kefal, he's not a Ganev at all. The Nesivas was Moida 100% of that Chilik of the Ktsois. And he says, a Kaifa Bekadin, of course, is a ganav because kol hechad isa b'shusa demaris. If I somebody would steal from a shayim pekadin, he would have to pay kefal. So the teretz is we look at it as if it's really mi soyish. Stating that said the nesivas is one thing that the ktsayis wrote in his Torah that I'm not masking to, and this is where the fun starts. The ktsayis was bothered with a kasha, and that is if a ganav achar a ganav is not a ganav at all, then why is it tavra v'shasya that halach is yimashalim dalit? It from a male mashalim zusa. Tabra v'shasya, v'shalim dalit. The Ksoy says, it from a male v'shalim zuzah, why? Because you always pay kein shaganav. And the kein shaganav was what it was worth at the time it was stolen. I, you stole it 500 times after that, that's going to Bakr That's nothing. So why Tabra v'shasya is it different? Hech since you're a ganav. But you can't be a ganav because you're going to Bakr So the Ksoy was mechadish, that Tabra v'shasya is not going midin mazik, but rather Tabra v'shasya is going midin, I'm sorry, it's not going midin ganav, but rather, tabra v'shasya is midin mazik. Zokhtin Nesivis, I'm not masking. I hold that tabra v'shasya is not alts mazik, but rather, tabra v'shasya is alts ganav. I, you're going to Bachra ganav, and the Nesivis is moida to the Ktsois' definition of going to Bachra ganav, which is not just that it's a ptur and kefal, but rather that there's no chiv at all. So if that's the case, Zokhtin Nesivis, so what's Pashup so why then, Tabra V'shasa, how can you be a Ganev? So Nesiva says a Dover He says that if a person steals something from somebody, so he's a Ganev. A Ganev has to return the thing that he stole. The HFS Akzela, Asher Gaza. Who owns the item? Who's the Balabas on this item? So really, the original owner is the Balabas of the item. The Ganev is not the owner of the Bible because you steal something from someone. That doesn't make it yours. Stating that, there is no way for a Ganev, or a Goslin, no difference, to actually acquire, with a proper Kenyan, this thing that he stole. How is that? So that's going to be the next bunch of daf, and starting tomorrow, literally. The next Gemara is going to be this. A few examples. Yish, right? Yish Kaina. So to the extent that the person that you stole from is Miyayish, so there's a Muslim of Yish being Kaina. Shinoi, Right? There's a concept of Shinui Kaina. Shin Rishos, Shinu Shem, Yish maybe needs Shinu Rishos, etc., etc. But there is an idea, there's a concept where a Ganev 
is not only a ganev, but now he actually acquired, he actually stole that thing. If a person steals, so he's a ganev. He took it somewhat out of the rishos, out of the possession of the owner. If he now acquires it via shinoi, or he does some sort of maizakinyan, at that point, the thing is not only going to be outside the rishos of the person that he stole it from, but rather it's not even going to belong to that person at all. Let's explain this a little bit better. Rabbi Yechelen has a member that's coming up. If somebody steals something for somebody, there was no yish. So the halacha is, if the Ganev wants to go now and he wants to be makdish this item, he can't. Why not? It's not his. Now, if it was Nisyashua Bailim, Yish is Kaina. But Bailim, he can't be Makdashit. What about the owner? The owner also can't be Makdashit. The reason the owner can't be Makdashit is although it's his, of its Enabishusai. So Gizneva and Gizela, even when the Ganav and the Gazan was not kind of the thing that he stole, but it's enough, a Zach, he did a Kenyan, to be Maitzit from the Rishos, and as a result, the Bailam is also somewhat limited in terms of what he's able to do with it. So, Gezav Eloi Nesiyashua Bailam, Shneim Einim Chayim Laktisha, Zeh, the Ganer, Lefisha Einu Shaloi, Vezeh, the Balabas, Lefisha Einu B'Shusai. What happens if there was Yish, or there was Shino, and something happened? So now the Allah is the Ganer, and the Gazan could be Maktashit. Why? Because it's his. It's something right now that belongs to his. Now, this gets into the sugi of Mitzvah Babavera a little bit. All the sugi is coming up. But the point is, over there, it's his alcohol upon him. The reason it's his is because now he acquired it. And now the Bailim is completely added again. It's Sai Eneb Rishusai. And at this point, it's also Eneb Shaloi. So you ready for the Nesiv Sashkadish? He said like this. What does that mean? You can't be a Ganev on something that was already stolen. Why not? Because of what the Gemara says in Samech Tassam Ibeis. Viguna mi beis ish, fuloi mi beis naganev. Stating that, says the Nesivis, there's an asterisk next to this halacha. And you have to read the not such fine print. There is one exception to the rule. This has an exclusion. You know what that is? In the event that a person goes and he does some pu'ula, he does some maisa to the thing that was stolen, to make it, then now the Ganev of the Gazlan is going to acquire this that he stole, that is going to be considered Geneva. And the reason is, because what is Geneva? What is Gzela? You're being moistened from the Rishus of the owner. You're making it in a Rishusai. Over here, you are moistened on that. You made it in a Shaloi. You are Mechadish something. And that that you are Mechadish was Mibesoish. Because the Bailis of the Zach belonged to the owner. And now that you went ahead and you did a Shinai Maisa, I don't know, you did something that caused it to leave the person's Rishus. So over there, you're now with your Maisa making it no longer in the possession of the Bailam. And if it's no longer in the possession of the Bailam, that's a Chiddush in the Geneva. That is Mibesoish. And for that already, you're going to be a Ghana. So Zokti Nesivis, if somebody stole a chavisa de chamram, ikarishav yezuza, and then it went up in value, and now it's worth four zuzim. Tavra v'shas yemeshalam dalit. So the ktsoy says, Tavra v'shas yemeshalam dalit. Why you be yemeshalam dalit? The chayyad hechsins you're a goyin of achar aganev, and ain't a goyin of achar aganev yemeshalam kefil, which means you're not a ganev at all. So the ktsoy was mechadesh yichayev midin mazik, and the chanam you're not chayiv mitzad chayuve ganevo. Yichayev mitzad chayuve mazik. So after the sivas, no, yichayev as a ganev. Ah, you're a goyin of achar aganev. It's not true because you were mechadish something in the Geneva. What were you mechadish? 
You were tabra v'shasya. You broke it. You drank it. That's Hashino Maisa. So by doing that, you made a kinyan in the Zach. Right? If you broke it, that's Hashino Maisa. If you drank it, ain't Hashino Gedoy Lomizu. So being that you went ahead and you did a Shinoi with the Zach, and Shinoi we know is Koina, so it comes out, this is a Chiddush in the Geneva. It's a Chiddush in the Geneva. That's already not Koina Vachar So now already you're Ganav, who's Mishalem Kein Shaganav. What's your Kein Shaganav? The appreciated value of Dalz, and that's why the Allah is that you're going to be Mishal now. Zok the Nesivas have two rayas to my Avon. No, the Ksois understood Tabra Vishasi is Midin Masik. The Nesivas understood Tabra Vishasi is Midin Ganav. Zok the Nesivas have two rayas, and I'm right. One is a short raya, the other is a long raya. The long raya we're not going to speak about today. Push it because it's late, but really mo- mostly because we have to learn a little bit more Gemara. But the shorter raya that we could speak out says in the Sivis, I have a raya from a Mafurisha Rashi. I have a Rashi in Perak Maruba on Daf Samachay Ahmed Aleph, Dibra Maschal Tavra. Now the Sivis doesn't explain what his raya is, but it's very, very posh what the Sivis' raya is. Because it was Mavur in the Gemara, we're not going to go back and Chazra over the whole Cheshman, that Tvicha Umechira is the equivalent of Tavra Vishasya. Rashi spoke of that before us. That Tficha Umechira Havi Ki Tavra Oishasya. And we mentioned there, Kivega Muchas already, that Bishloim Tficha, I understand why that's Tavra Vishasya. That's not much the same thing, right? You break the barrel of wine, you drink the wine, you shech the animal. But Mechira, what does Mechira have to do with Tavro Vishasya. It's not 100% clear. Zokdin Asivis, it's half Lorothel. If the soid of Tavro Vishasya is that you're a mazik, so by Tficha you're a mazik, but by Mechira you're not a mazik. If, however, the soid of Tavro Vishasya is not mazik, if the soid of Tavro Vishasya is that through the mice of Tavro Vishasya you created a shinoi, and the Shinoi is what makes you a Ganif, even though you're being going to Rechah Ganif, because now you're taking it from simply being in a Bishusai to also being in a Shaloi. Well, if that's the case, then Mechira is just as much a Shinoi as Tvicha is. Because Tvicha is Shinoi Maisna, and Mechira is Shinoi Rishos. And Zokti Nesivis, from the fact that Rashi said that Sai Tvicha and Sai Mechira both Tavra Vashasio, that's a Raya that Tavra Vashasio is not Midin Mazik. Because if it's Midin Mazik, Hotenach Tav. But what about Mechira? Where is the Maisa Hezek in a Mechira? Zokti Nesivis, the Teret says that the Tavra Vashasio, Rabbis Din, is not going Midin Mazik. Really, it's going Midin. Ganev, I goyne v'achar aganev, and I'm masking to the ktsoyses avonu goyne v'achar aganev that it's not only a p'tur in keifel, but it's a p'tur in the ikr shem ganev. Zokdin asivus, that's true. But to the extent that you're mechadish something, when you take in more out of the rishos, where it goes from not just being ene b'shusei to also being ene shaloi, over there avada that is that you're going to be a ganev because you just added in the echos of the geneva. How so? By acquiring it. That's what Tavra Vashasi is. It's Shinoi Maisa. If that's the case, Tvicha Mechir is the same thing. Tvicha Shinoi Maisa, Mechir Shinoi Rishos. Again, we didn't speak out of Dava Sholem. There's a very important part of this Nesivas that we have to get back to, maybe tomorrow, but Zichr, and Metz Hashem in the next couple of days.